0: Hi, welcome to The Heavy with Andrew and Don, where we cover a large range of rock and metal topics for the casual listener. I'm your host, Don Sutherland, and with me as always is my brother, Andrew Sutherland.
1: What's up, dirtbags? Um, remember,
0: you can email us at theheavypod at gmail.com or DM us on Facebook uh, or Instagram, Twitter, wherever we have social media if you have anything to say about the show. Uh, Andrew, this is uh, this is another special episode. And so this is our second annual Grammy Metal Performances episode. The uh, 2023 Grammys are coming up. They are going to air on Sunday, February 5th, which is is next week. Uh, and then we're going once again going to go over all the five songs in the Best Metal Performance category. I'll give you a little background about the bands, and then our thoughts on each one. And then we'll follow it up with some special categories: who we think deserves to win, who will actually win, and more. We'll probably rip on the Grammys a little bit afterwards. Uh,
1: Andrew. Really? Yeah. Uh-
0: yeah, definitely. I'm already, I half my notes is just like, wow, I hate the Grammys.
1: Well, uh, let's get into it and then I'll give a few quick thoughts before we get into the songs.
0: All right. Yeah, sounds good. Let's do it.
1: So, like last year, nothing's changed category-wise. There's only one, heavy metal category in the Grammys, otherwise the rest are, are rock or, you know, whatever the other music genre category Quote, unquote, is. rock. Metal's only got one actual category. Uh, and it's described as, this is like in their their description, for new vocal or instrumental, solo, duo or group, or collaborative metal recordings. So it's it says metal performance, but it has nothing to do with like a live performance. It's, it's basically just song, essentially. Yeah, yeah. But, but that's how they... Describe the category. Because
0: um, as we've been over, they don't really know much about the genre, the
1: Grammys. Oh, like not at all. Uh, we went over a brief history last year in our Grammy episode over about the Grammy. So I won't go back into that. The uh, The Alien by Dream Theater won last mm-hmm. year's award, which wasn't my prediction, but it was my personal pick. So I was pleasantly surprised. Like I was. Yeah, I uh, remember
0: like not minding it. It wasn't my pick, but
1: I was I was happy to be wrong that they I, th- I thought they were going to pick the Deftones or somebody a little more mainstream. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they uh they went with an actual like metal song and yeah I, know, it... I, thought, and I thought dream theater deserved it. they're just they've been around forever and they've just put out so much good material over the years and they just deserve to win
0: my personal favorite is still amazonia
1: but i un- i understand the, the songs actually last year were, were pretty good like amazonia yeah. was a really good song too i i agree with. like i, I would have picked the alien over just because i i like dream theater better mm-hmm. but I, I still thought it was a good song mm-hmm. uh but uh, reading the Grammy nomination list, I was uh, reminded that there's three categories for rock, for performance, song, and album, while metal is still relegated to just a single category, which is... Yeah, great. and
0: uh, there's also crossover between the rock and the metal categories as well, which... Uh, not, not a fan of that. Not a fan yeah. of that
1: i'm I'm not a big fan either. I think it's pretty lazy on their part. Obviously they're yeah. not doing their homework and they're not bringing in people who really know anything about the genre. yeah. Uh, and <laughs> well, I'm gonna get into it later because i I got really stuck on it.
0: but like even with the rock categories, like these aren't a lot of them aren't rock songs,
1: yeah. I I think a lot of the a lot of the motivation behind these nominations is like pressure from record labels, unfortunately yeah. like that's oh, just yeah. the way it's, it's like the Golden Globes, but music, you know yeah like, yeah it's like whoever campaigns like industry people grease and palms and like putting pressure on you know the grammy committees or whoever yeah it's, it's kind of bullshit it's, it's fun to talk about but like I, I don't think it's like a really a legitimate music award at least not in the metal side of it definitely sure. but it is fun to examine their picks and kind of you know give an opinion on them and uh and then the awards in general when it comes to heavy music so yeah like last year we'll, we'll list the five nominated artists for the best metal performance category I'll give a quick background on each one, and then we will listen to the clips of the nominated songs and discuss opinions and predictions. Oh, sounds good. I ain't got time to breathe. This is the job Let's put a smile on that face. I took the wrong weight, quick drink. Okay, so... First off, I'm going to go, I believe this is the order they have them listed on the Grammy site. So let's we'll go in that order. So the first song yep. is, the song name is Call Me Little Sunshine by Ghost. Yeah. So this is the first single off of Ghost's newest full-length album called Impira. It was released in March 2022. Ghost is like sometimes kind of tough to categorize. Like uh, I consider them like a Swedish rock band, not necessarily a metal band. Um, they were formed in 2006 in a city called Linkoping in Sweden. Uh, the band was originally formed by frontman Tobias Forge as a, a group of anonymous, masked, and robed members, and it was geared more towards theatrical performance, like right from the start. So, what year was this? Uh, they started up in 2006.
0: Okay, so they did rip off Slipknot.
1: Cool. Mm-hmm. Just but uh, Forge actually, like, I mean, to say that Ghost is not necessarily metal it's kind of like a, a gray area like some people might call them metal because they could be heavy enough I suppose but to me they're not really metal musically yeah I guess like for the Grammy people obviously they are uh, they released their first full-length album called Opus Eponymous in 2010 and uh, Forge would perform under several different pseudonyms based around his Papa Emeritus character over the years and it'd be disguised with different kinds of makeup prosthetics and costumes uh, right. Well, the other band members would be uh, masked and robed, and they're known as uh, nameless ghouls. So okay. for for years, they were all anonymous, including Forge. Like nobody really knew who was behind the band. Yeah. Um, until 2017, there was a lawsuit filed by some former members, and it would force their real names to be released because of the lawsuit. Interesting.
0: Very very Slipknot esque.
1: Well, they I mean Slipknot they all have different masks, right? They all have like distinctive characters yeah whereas ghost has like the the only distinctive character is is the singer is like the papa emeritus whatever one two three, four whatever he's yeah, yeah, you know, I guess that's true. The rest of the guys are all in similar costumes, like they aren't uh, identifiable like from each Yeah.
0: not has like the clown and the I don't remember any of the other names of them, but the clown yeah. is one of them
1: yeah and so in the in previous years, ghost has been nominated and won several awards so that they won for best metal performance for the song uh, cerise in 2016 and mm-hmm. uh they were nominated in 2019 for the best rock album for a prequel and uh also for best rock song for the song rats off of that album
0: okay
1: so to the song itself uh it's a good song like i wouldn't say great uh lyrically i i've always liked ghosts their their mo of like you know allusions to evil beings and the occult uh, over kind of like pop metal music i guess mm-hmm um, personally, I, I like the previous album better, Prequel. Like I, I prefer Prequel over Impera. I know a lot of people are like raving over Impera, but a lot of it's because they're getting pretty heavily pushed by uh record label now. Right. They, like, they've got a lot of money behind them now. Which
0: makes a huge difference.
1: On the songs on Impyra, I've got like a lot of radio play on uh, like rock radio, like mainstream rock radio. So it right. definitely like, gives them a lot of exposure. Yeah. Totally. And then a lot of the bands on this list don't even get... And, and, and honestly, even just several of the songs on Impira, like even though it's not, it's still a good album. Like, it's not, I just don't like it quite as much as the previous one, but there's several songs on Impera that I actually like better than Call Me Little Sunshine. Right. So I, I wouldn't even say it's the best song on the album. Um, yeah. Like as I mentioned before, it's, it's it's a stretch to call Ghost metal at all. Really, I call it more of like a progressive hard rock style, I suppose. But uh, I guess like their lyrics and their imagery uh, are, are pretty metal.
0: Yeah. Are they, seem to have notes that they they hit i haven't listened to a lot of ghosts but i went through this song kind of deeply to analyze it and but i guess we can talk about that after the song yeah okay
1: well let's uh let's get into that
0: yeah all right let's check it out call me little sunshine ghost you can't always reach me Like re-listening to it, went through it before. Uh, it's not. It doesn't really strike me as a metal song at all. Haven't listened to a lot of Ghosts, so maybe I don't know. Is that just how they sound? Kind of.
1: That's pretty much their their sound. Yeah, yeah. Like, they don't stray from that too much as far as like the the heaviness, like the okay instrumental part of it.
0: Yeah, it, it's good. I, I guess I don't mind it. Uh, it's not my favorite. I don't think it's like Grammy nomination worthy. Um, and then since we're doing like metal performance, like we're, we're including the music video in that as well, and the video is kind of low effort. <laughs> it wasn't yeah, I, I didn't didn't love it. Uh, it was just like train tracks and the a demon.
1: Yeah, I don't necessarily know if, if they really even use the video when they're making their call, like when they're when they're judging the songs. Yeah, uh, but I, I watch the video usually anyway, because most of these these songs are always like singles for the most part. So yeah, yeah, videos to go along with them, and I, I did watch that video, and I thought it was pretty lackluster too.
0: Totally, like, seeing as like last year there was some pretty awesome videos, and they seemed to put effort into them. I don't know, they just like CGI the guy's face onto a demon and like said the demon's name over and over again. Like, yeah. what was it? It wasn't it was like even very good CGI. Mephisterion? <laughs> yeah, it looked it looked awful. I hate, maybe that's why I dislike the song to the point I do is I watched the video with it and I hated the music video. Did you call him Mephisterion? <laughs> It was like his name is Mephisto, right? And then Mep- Mephistopheles. Sorry, yeah, I'm Mephistopheles.
1: Right. <laughs> Sorry. I knew it was. I knew what the start was. I'd say it's like a, it's 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 sort of a catchy song, not particularly heavy or fast. Uh, yeah. But the it's it's kind of cool, I guess, how the upbeat melody belies like the dark themes of it. I guess, like the, the themes of you know luring someone to the dark side and the singer playing the role of Mephistopheles. Yeah. <laughs> or, uh, <laughs> the, or an incarnation of German like, demon. Yeah, or an incarnation of Satan, whatever. He, I guess that was what he would be. Uh, yeah, I'm not really sure this should even be in the metal performance category, just because it's not necessarily I, metal.
0: I agree. Um, yeah, just like just because he says a demon name and has makeup,
1: I would say maybe like, more yeah. rock. Like the riffs aren't even really that heavy. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I you know, maybe rock would be more fitting. But uh, Ghost is what <laughs> the clueless people that pick the nominations for the Grammys are. Yeah. Yeah, they're probably getting influenced (laughs) by pushing these certain artists and albums, right?
0: Yeah, because Ghost is like weirdly marketable. Like they're sort of an accessible metal band from what I understand. Like
1: Yeah, and I mean a lot of that's to do with the fact that they're not that heavy. So it's a lot easier for people that aren't into like really heavy stuff to to get into. Yeah, like
0: if you're going to do an actual metal category, like say Goat Whore put out a new album this year.
1: Goat whore, yeah. Go and
0: ahead. like the Grammys aren't gonna give anything to goat whore, so, <laughs> and I kind of kind of understand, but also like they're probably not even listening to it.
1: I can't even say the band name on like live TV, probably. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> exactly. It's like my probably my favorite band is that as I've talked about before is is a band called Starfucker, and it's yeah. spelled, it's like S T R F K R, and they're an incredible band, and you can't play them on the radio
1: because <laughs> of their sure. name. Or Anal Cunt. It's like, and the Grammy for Best Metal Performance goes to Anal Cunt. Yeah, it's not going to happen.
0: Yeah, but I think they would They would earn a lot more prestige if they did do it.
1: I, I definitely have a lot more respect for them.
0: Yeah, but they will not.
1: All right, I guess uh, moving on to the next song. Yep. Sounds good. Uh, it's song two is We'll Be Back by Megadeth. Uh, it's off their newest album, The Sick, The Dying, and The Dead. Uh, Just a quick background on Megadeth. Megadeth are a thrash metal band that came out of L.A., California, in 1983. Uh, I've talked about them quite a bit in previous episodes. So, like the one where Dave Mustaine was the former member of Metallica, their first lead guitarist, Mm -hmm. and then uh, went on to become one of the most iconic thrash metal bands in history of the genre, and uh, part of the big four of thrash, along with Metallica, Slayer, and Anthrax. Mm -hmm. Uh, Dave, Dave Mustaine himself is widely regarded as one of the best metal guitarists of all time, and he brings in elite talent to fill out the lineup of the band, and, and currently includes uh, a guy named Kiko Llerero. Uh, he's the guitarist who came from a band called Angra. Bassist James Lomenzo, who used to play for White Lion and some other bands, and a drummer named Dirk Verbeeren, who used to drum for Soilwork. So a bunch of guys that have like uh, pretty good resumes, nice. almost they're like all, a super group in a way. Yeah, they're all like very like notable uh, metal musicians, so
0: established guys. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So uh, the Grammy history for Megadeth, they've been nominated for a ton of Grammys for Best metal Performance, although they've only managed to get one win so far. Uh, So uh, Rest in Peace was nominated at one point, Hangar 18, Countdown to Extinction, uh, Angry Again, 99 Ways to Die, uh, cover they did of uh, Paranoid, a song Trust, Head Crusher, and then Sudden Death, Public Enemy Number 1, Whose Life... Is it anyways and they were all nominated from the years from like 1991 to 2013 so they had like tons of nominations
0: yeah they're just like oh it's megadeth let's nominate them because there's no one else this year
1: yeah, they're <laughs> metal we've heard of them <laughs> yeah yeah totally uh so it's yeah odd I'm that, to... like
0: Hangar 18 didn't even win and that's probably my, my favorite megadeth song yeah,
1: an amazing song like, yeah it's, that's... Like, it's incredible <laughs> obviously i didn't win but uh yeah. they it probably came out around the same time as the black album or something i don't know yeah, yeah. But uh, Megadeth did finally win in 2017 with uh, Dystopia. So it's the title track from the album, obviously, Dystopia from uh, mm-hmm. 2016. And uh, that album actually was really good. It was, uh, I believe that was their previous album to this one. Uh, so it's been a few years since they released something. But uh, yeah. yeah, Dystopia was really good. Because they, they put it on before that called uh, Super Collider, I think. And it's like terrible. So they definitely. Oh, like,
0: Super Collider's not good?
1: No. They did definitely like. Uh, Reinvigorated themselves with uh, *Dystopia*. It's pretty solid. Interesting. Uh, they,
0: they do have some good stuff from uh from the, the, I guess the one I'm looking at is in the 2010s, but like that kind of time frame. Because I love *Endgame*. *Endgame* is one of my favorite Megadeth
1: albums. Yeah, they put out a bunch of albums. They, like I think 13 is in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. 13 uh, is good. Yeah, Endgame's in there. Uh, like pretty much everything they came out from like the mid 2000s. I think *Super Collider* is like the only one that's not very good. Mm-hmm. Most of the other albums are pretty solid. So yeah, back to the the song itself. So the, the song will be back. It's uh, it's one of the fastest, heaviest uh, tracks on that new album. And uh, it's it's actually a overall a pretty heavy album, so that's quite a feat. Uh, Mustaine's vocals are aggressive, as usual. Uh, t- tons of great guitar work, really tight thrash riffs, some acrobatic solos. Uh, lyrically, pretty standard, like nothing really mind-blowing yeah. here. Uh, <laughs> but, but like musically, it's uh, definitely a metal song. It's pretty awesome.
0: Mm-hmm. Cool. Let's check it out. Um, we'll be back. Megadeth. My soul's a fortune of torture and pain thinking about it is it, it's a pretty classic thrash metal song about war and it's not it's not too deep yeah it's fast it's heavy it's got a sweet solo it's not like the catchiest megadeth song i've, I've ever heard but yeah. they, they seem to keep their sound pretty fresh without really changing the whole foundation of it so they always do pretty yeah i mean
1: the- he's tried to change the formula in other albums like with risk and super collide or whatever and, and and it just didn't work so they always end up going back to like their yeah. old. Down, which always to me it works. I don't know. Like,
0: they, they do it. Well, yeah
1: Um Then yeah. the video
0: they clearly could only afford like four actors in one tank. So it's <laughs> it's like this weird story About I don't know a bunch of or a couple of soldiers I, I got really tied up in the uh, the part where there's a nuclear warhead in it and the guy yeah. tries to run it to safety and uh, just to be clear the uh, safe distance to be from a nuclear warhead going off is uh, roughly forty kilometers. Yeah, and you still need to be in shelter. So d- he would be doing just about nothing there. Uh, so just, just, not, to, just to say.
1: Not real. Obviously. <laughs> yeah, not
0: not yeah. super realistic. But uh, no, it's like it's a it's a sweet song. I I don't think it's like a Grammy song, but it's at least a real metal song. And I always love Megadeth.
1: Yeah, and uh, just keep in mind for the listeners that they they don't necessarily use the videos to to judge these. Uh, this is definitely the, by far the heaviest song on the nominee list this year.
0: Yeah,
1: like I, I love how aggressive it is right from the opening riff. Uh, it's actually a great workout tune because because it's so heavy and, and fast. It's like relatively catchy, not like they're catches, mm-hmm. but it's a yeah. uh, fairly fairly well written song. Uh, mm-hmm. Mustaine's you know sticking to his formula. You know he's got excellent second guitarist. Uh, the Kiko Larrero guy is really good, and uh, he and Mustaine make a pretty formidable duo. And yeah, uh, I mean, I mean works awesome. what, what I can really say about this is you know. It's, without a doubt, it's metal. Like this is, yeah, the, the one song that I can say for sure belongs in this category. So, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and that'll bring me that'll bring me to a, a, my next song, which does not belong in this category at all. Um, <laughs> the next song is "Killer Be Killed" by Muse. <laughs> so I don't even know where to get started on how Muse ended up in the metal category, but so it's off their newest album called "Will of the People." Uh, Muse are an English rock band from. T- Tainmouth Devon, as I said, the I don't know. The-
0: I'm sure if it's if it's the UK, it's probably pronounced like Tinbin, like you don't oh. say any of the letters or something. I'll stick
1: with my pronunciation. Okay. <laughs> the Canadian Sounds pronunciation good. is t- Tainmouth. <laughs> um, originally, they played under the name Rocket Baby Dolls before very wisely renaming their band to Muse. Yeah. Yeah. That was like uh, Finger 11 being like the Rainbow Butt Monkeys, right? Like you weren't going to go very far <laughs> with that name. Interesting. <laughs> I didn't know that about them. Oh now you do. I think they put like one album as the Rainbow Butt Monkeys and then changed their name to Finger mm. Eleven. Hey, I was right. It's pronounced Tinmouth. Oh, for God's sakes. Tin Tinmouth. Sorry. Tinmouth Devon. Right. Yeah, they get rid of all of the all of the letters. <laughs> They're all like redundant. Yeah. Uh, the band consists of vocalist guitarist Matt Bellamy, uh, bassist backing vocalist Chris Wolstenholme, and drummer Dominic Howard. I feel like these are like the same guys for their entire run. I was looking at their. I think page. so. yeah. Um, these Muse has had a ton of commercial success, uh, and and I will once again address the elephant in the room. Muse are not metal, <laughs> and I will <laughs> I will argue that to like to death, man. Like they're you cannot put Muse in a metal class. Like despite I, the, I'm
0: a huge Muse fan, and I I'm gonna agree with you. They're they're well, hard
1: I- alt. I to be honest, like I I don't have a problem with Muse. Like I think they've written some great stuff. Some of their songs, yeah. like it has nothing to do with like how good of a band they are as a, as a band. It's just that they're not metal. Yeah, and, no, I agree. You know, they throw in the odd heavy riff and a growling vocal. It does not make them metal. Yeah. I uh, I actually like I said I like quite a bit of their music, but like give me a fucking break, man. Like this, <laughs> this, this is where sort of things get silly. Right? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, um, I agree. I've had a bit of a bone to pick with Muse for a while though because. I find that they'll put out a couple of really good, catchy singles, and you'll be like, "Oh, this album's gonna be so good." And then you will get the album, and like all the rest of the album is filler shit, right? Like at least that happened like back in the day when I first started listening to them, maybe 15 years ago. What what album did you start with? Uh, Resistance, I think. Was that was that the album oh it?
0: yeah yeah you gotta I'm, maybe we can I can tell you more after the because I love Muse, but I would I would agree that's definitely an album of theirs, but wrong place to start.
1: Yeah, like that. Well, that was the album that was on when I first heard of them. They were playing singles on like the rock radio station here at CJ92 at the yeah. time. Yeah. They were playing singles from that album. I'm like, these singles are like really catchy. Like, they're really good. And then I'm like, oh, this album must be good. And then I listened to the album. And, like, the only songs that were good were the ones that they played on the radio. And the rest was like shit. I'm sure they have better albums than that, right? Like, I'm, like I shouldn't judge them by, based on that one album, right? But even, yeah. even this album, actually, like uh, Will the People, I listened to it. And there's actually a few songs on that album that I like like quite a bit more than killer be killed.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, I think they're kind of getting back to their uh, roots a little bit, but again, I'll, I, I have a lot written on muse cause I love them. So we can, yeah, we can get more into them. Go Yeah. After the song too.
1: So. Uh, so muse has previously been nominated for seven Grammy awards, winning two of them. And all of these previously were in best rock performance, rock song or rock album categories, which is where they which should
0: is be. Where they, where they belong.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, "Killer Be Killed" is relatively heavy, but to me, it just sounds like a band outside of their comfort zone, and uh, maybe a bit more of an homage to that genre that they like, they personally enjoy, but and and they respect it, but they don't really comprehend it. I don't think, so because I know like the, some of the guys have talked about like in Slipknot and stuff, right? Like I don't know, like they they obviously like some of the guys in the band are fans of heavy music, and I just feel like yep. they're taking a swing at it basically, and like it's, I don't know,
0: I can un- I can understand that if you especially starting with the resistance, yeah like that's that's when they they went like weird techno almost like Coldplay-y for a little bit
1: Yeah. Like I have a little more to say about it but we'll, we'll listen to the, the song first yeah
0: <laughs> sounds sounds good alright Kill or Be Killed Muse Fade has brought us here to face our
1: hopes and dreams.
0: Like I, I personally very much enjoyed the song and this is where I can get in all of my all my Muse stuff because I, I was skeptical too. I was like Muse isn't a they're not a metal band. They get pretty hard um, in their music sometimes uh, or they used to at least. Like don't start with the resistance. <laughs> don't, don't even listen to it. Skip Supermassive Black Hole, uh, the two Muse albums that are incredible. Absolution and Origin of Symmetry especially. Origin of Symmetry is a, one of my favorite albums. It's a masterpiece. What time period is that from? Is that like newer? It's like or? It's like 03. It's their I think it's their second ever
1: album. Okay, so it's older I stuff. Th-
0: think? Yeah, it's older stuff. Like they started out um sounding like Killer Be Killed. Like that that sound was kind of their original sound and they did it really well. Yeah. The opening's kind of odd, but in the chorus you can kind of hear the sort of harmony-ish guitar like there's this yeah this sweet riff playing behind his vocals and he's got like the filters on it like that's what they used to sound like and it was great i um, feel like
1: yeah. this song to me it's like there's good things in it it's like there's good elements but it just seems like yeah. they don't come together properly yeah honestly.
0: no i i definitely agree like they've been they've been sort of like away from that sound for too long i think but i trust me if you listen to origin of symmetry i think you're gonna like it because it's it's them when they're, like, super young and probably, like, angry. And it, it's a fantastic album. One of my favorites. Yeah. Absolution's a little softer. And then, you know, they had all their songs in the Twilight movies. So that's okay. why you shouldn't listen to Supermassive Black Hole. Okay. That's, no. that's a that's a Twilight album. But, yeah, they're, they're more, like, hard alt Queens of the Stone Age style. And they yeah, got away nice. from it. A, yeah. I mean,
1: I remember them always being, like, a little bit heavier. But I'd never call them yeah. metal, for sure. Like.
0: De- yeah, definitely not metal. Like, harder side of Alt rock for sure. Like their yeah. their early stuff is surprisingly heavy.
1: That's a pretty good description. Like heavy, ish alt rock. I guess.
0: Yeah, it's it's just it's never it's never fully metal. Like there's it's yeah. always this sort of like symphonic sound to it. Mm-hmm. And um, they are they are good. I think you'll like those albums.
1: Yeah, like I said, I've enjoyed their music in the past. I just like I just didn't feel they belong in the metal category. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Seriously,
0: like I, I, think that it's them trying to get back to their roots, and the record label's probably like, "Oh, well, they're getting heavier again. Let's let's get them a metal nomination," and they successfully what? did it because they're marketable.
1: Even like other songs on the albums, so there's another song called uh, "Won't Stand Down" off that same album, and mm-hmm. it it's actually like even seems heavier to me. I think, and and mm-hmm. actually like just a a better written song. Yeah. So I, I don't know what made them pick that song. Maybe it's because the, the heavier riff like right at the start of the song, I guess.
0: Or they saw the word kill, and they're like, that's metal. Or it could be, yeah, it could
1: be the, the title of it, I guess. Yeah, like got yeah. A, that's a, that's a metal a, title. It's
0: yeah. the Grammys, you know. I don't think they're looking too deep.
1: Yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's It definitely, like, weakens their credibility, which is already pretty freaking weak to me. <laughs> like, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, we will go on to the next song, I guess. Yep. The next song is Degradation Rules by Ozzy Osbourne, featuring Tony Iommi. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is off of Ozzy's newest album, Patient Number 9. And for anybody who doesn't know who Ozzy is, uh, he started out as the first lead singer (laughs) of the British metal pioneers Black Sabbath. And then he went from being fired from Black Sabbath to a very successful solo career from the early 80s up until present day. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's famous not only for his artistic output, but his excessive alcohol and drug use and super over-the-top antics. At least yeah. uh, he was back in the day. Obviously, he's slowed down quite a bit. He's in his like, 70s now. But, uh, he gained mainstream fame in the early 2000s with the Osbournes. It was a reality show centered around the lives of him and his family.
0: Which has found a new life on uh, on TikTok, which I kind of love. It's just like pulling clips from the Osborne's of Ozzy being just completely smashed or high in his house. And he has no
1: idea what's going on. <laughs> like, it's like... Just totally out of context scenes of him just doing something crazy. Like-
0: yeah. Like a Roomba will be going on around and he's standing there clearly high out of his mind going, Sharon, what the fuck is this? There's a <laughs> robot in my house, like stuff like that. It's <laughs> just going insane.
1: <laughs> yeah. I remember that show being pretty popular. Um, for anyone who doesn't know, which hopefully isn't any of you, uh, Tony Iommi was and is the guitarist for black Sabbath. And, uh, ironically he was the one who spearheaded Ozzy initially getting booted from Sabbath, but obviously they've patched things up and, uh, recent years
0: yeah it yeah. kind of seems like Ozzy is uh cleaned up a little bit and he's sort of an analyzing his past to a degree like him and Sharon seem happier and that kind of thing it's kind of nice he seems a little more stable
1: yeah no it's definitely good uh the album features several guest guitarists in addition to IOMI it includes Jeff Beck Eric Clapton Zach Wilde and Mike McCready from Pearl Jam so oh, I didn't of, know
0: Mike McCready got on the album that's cool
1: yeah there's some pretty high profile guitarists in there so it's yeah, kind of neat seriously awesome. Jeff Beck and Eric Clapton are kind of interesting choices, you know, like, I mean, they're obviously like English musicians who are, you know, around the same age as Ozzy. So I'm sure he's, you know, they're yeah. all know each other pretty well, but. Which is odd
0: to, it, it's always weird that like, yeah, they guess they, guessed they were coming up at the same time in like the late 60s, which is super weird. And, like yeah. Black Sabbath was kind of around at the same time as like Cream. Yeah. <laughs> and the was it the Yardbirds? Yeah, is that what the...
1: the Yardbird's a little bit earlier probably, but yeah, but it's, yeah. it's still close you know within you know five or six years kind of thing. So yeah, yeah. all around the same scene. But it's uh, it's, it's some neat collaborations anyway. Uh, I mean the one with Iommi is probably the heaviest out of them, which yeah. makes sense because he's like I mean, it was aside from Zach Wild, he's probably the heaviest guitarist on there. And Zach Wilde's a little bit heavier, I guess. Yeah. Ozzy is actually nominated for three additional Grammys this year. So, including best rock performance and best rock song for Patient Number Nine, and mm-hmm. then best rock album for Patient Number Nine. So he's yeah, a bunch of bunch of nominations.
0: Which I'll say right away, I think Patient Number Nine is a better song. Yeah, the Jeff and Beck a, one, I, yeah, yeah I, I like that yeah. song actually a lot.
1: Yeah, and it's it's um, nominated for the best rock performance, so it's it's still in there. It's not in the metal category, but mm-hmm. um, yeah. So so not including Grammy wins and nominations with Black Sabbath. Ozzy was nominated for the 2010 Best Hard Rock Performance for "Let Me Hear You Scream," nominated for the 2007 Best Hard Rock Performance for "I Don't Want to Stop," and then he won the Grammy for Best Metal Performance with the uh, category was actually called at this time Best Metal Performance with Vocal. Uh, hmm. They've obviously changed that for the uh, the song "I Don't Want to Change the World" in 1994. So he did actually win at one point, point. and he has uh, some wins with at least one win with Sabbath, but we will let's we won't get into that. That's its own thing. So, so it's, yeah, it's definitely its its own thing for sure. Um, <laughs> the song is uh, "Degradation Rule," rules. Yeah.
0: Yes, that is right.
1: Degradation rules. <laughs> uh, so it's uh, pretty solid, I guess. It doesn't really jump out at me, even compared to the other songs on the album. It's it's a pretty heavy riff for Miami, and it's, he's got a decent solo in there. Uh, the lyrics are kind of gross, <laughs> seemingly about a kid with like a compulsive masturbation problem. Hmm. So yeah, if you like, read the lyrics when you're listening to it. <laughs> It's kind of weird. Oh but, uh,
0: yeah, okay. the The word that he literally just says "masturbation" at one point. Yeah, I didn't realize. Yeah, that. yeah. It's
1: not subtle at all. Like <laughs> he's.
0: Oh God! Oh no! <laughs> yeah. Oh. No, so I got to stop reading these. Sorry, I
1: gotta let you speak. Maybe maybe, maybe put some music to that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh. I like, I listened to it earlier. I didn't understand what he was saying. And I'm glad I didn't.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I know when I started reading the lyrics, I was like, "Oh my God!" Like, I had a feeling that's what it was about. I was getting like the gist of it, but mm-hmm. it's pretty gross.
0: All right. Well. I'll check this out now. Yeah. All right. Degradation rules. Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> Dislike the song a little bit now uh, Now that I've read the lyrics. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a little bit like off-putting when you read the lyrics. Yeah, and then consider that Ozzy Osbourne's, what, like 76 or something? Yeah. <laughs> I The song, I don't know, I find it kind of weird. The harmonica seems really out of place.
1: Um, I find it like a little more alt than actually metal. Um, yeah, that's, that's of, another one. That's probably the next closest one to actually being a metal song. And it's even borderline. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh,
0: like, I think he's just here cause he's Ozzy Osbourne. Uh, and I already said it. I think patient number no. nine is a better song like, yeah. by far. Yeah, no, I agree. It um, is a
1: better, it's a better song.
0: Yeah. It's another one where like, I don't think it's Grammy worthy. I think he's just here because they could throw he's the market- headline out there that Ozzy Osbourne nominated for Grammy.
1: Like that's all oh, you want. He's, he's marketable right, He sells, sells. Record. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And,
0: um, the video is, you remember, it? I think it was like Windows XP when you could like play a song and then that program would play like a little graphic for you with the song
1: to so the sound waves.
0: That's what the music video looks like.
1: Oh, and, and I don't I, know if I
0: hate it or love it.
1: I feel like a lot of these artists that we're talking about that are nominated, it's its almost like they're all, maybe not necessarily Ozzy because he's really old now, but and kind <laughs> of sick, but like, it almost feels like they're all getting ready to go on like a big, like worldwide tour, and they're just like using the Grammy nominations to get some spotlight on before they tour. You know, it's like yeah, so, totally. It's, it's, I almost get that kind of vibe. Yeah, me. I I can see it for Muse especially because like
0: they just put out that new album and they're trying to like refine their sound. It seems like their heavy sound. So
1: it definitely right. the, the band the, the the one we'll talk about last in the, the, for the the last song here. That it definitely applies to them, and you'll find yeah. out. But oh, yeah. So, like, yeah, when you mentioned the harmonica, like, I, it, it is kind of out of place, but I sort of liked it just because it reminds me of, like, The Wizard. It's a, mm. a off, it's a song off of Sabbath's first album from back in, like, 69 or whatever, or 70. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I just think that that song had a really distinctive harmonica in it. And it was kind of, I thrilling. think we
0: listened to that, didn't we?
1: Uh, we may have when we did the Sabbath episode. I, I'm not sure if we did The Wizard because The Wizard gets a lot of radio plays, so I don't think I played it on our mm. playlist. Like, it's, yeah. it's, it, used to get played on like rock radio quite a bit. So it's, I didn't want to, I, I try not, I try not to pick songs that get overplayed usually, which is good call. But yeah. I mean, Ozzy still sounds like Ozzy. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I'm not sure if he would sound this good live anymore, but uh on the recording, at least his voice sounds good. Uh, yeah. But like I said, it's a, it's a good song. Not great. And like you said, patient number nine is actually a stronger song. Yeah. Uh, luckily it is nominated, but not for metal for, for best rock performance.
0: Yeah, which, like, it's not very heavy, but I think lyrically it's more of a metal song as as well. Patient number nine. Yeah. I I, I don't know. I I feel like we could dwell on this for a while. (laughs) I keep thinking of new things to say, but,
1: yeah. All right, well, let's get to the the fifth and final song of the list. The song is Blackout by Turnstile. Turnstile is a self-proclaimed hardcore punk band. Uh, They're from Baltimore, Maryland, so they consider themselves hardcore punk. And uh, mm-hmm. yes, a hardcore punk band, not a metal band, which uh, yep. um, begs mm-hmm. the question yet again, why are they nominated in the Best Metal Performance category?
0: <laughs> yeah, you may be thinking, well, is this song heavier? And the answer is no. It's, <laughs> it's, it, it's, it's it's a still punk, punk song. song. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Just a little quick background on Turnstile. Uh, they currently consist of singer Brendan Yates, bassist Franz Lyons, guitarist Pat McCrory, and drummer Daniel Fang. They formed in 2010. They released their first EP in 2011, and then their first full length album in 2015. Uh, they are lined up to open for Blink 182's Big World Tour. So that's. Like, that makes
0: really, sense.
1: That's why I feel like they're getting pushed by the record companies a lot, because they're going to be out in this like massive tour, right? Mm-hmm. With uh, Blink 182. So uh, this is definitely like, some record label shenanigans going on here. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah. The song itself it's fairly melodic as far as hardcore punk goes. Or I guess like the, the band itself actually, like hardcore punk can be pretty pretty brutal sometimes, but they uh, mm-hmm. they got a bit of melody to their songs, but still keeping a bit of that, uh, that hardcore punk sound.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, their, uh, their Grammy history. Uh, well, this is like the first Grammy Awards that they've gotten nominated for anything. but also in addition to the best metal performance nod, they also got a best rock song nomination for the same song Blackout and then best rock performance for the song Holiday off the same album. Which, should tell you
0: right there, if the song is nominated for both Best Rock Performance and Best Metal Performance, like, something's real wrong in their selection
1: categories. Like, It's it's definitely not metal. That's, like, my, my one thing I'm going to, like, keep going back to. It's, like, yeah, it's a good song, and I, I'm happy they're nominated for, like, a rock award, mm-hmm. but it's, it's not a metal song. And, uh, in fact, the, the song Holiday may actually, may actually be heavier, and it's nominated for Best Rock Performance. Yeah. Um, and this is another instance where I feel... Personally, this has taken up space for like legitimate metal nominations.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely.
1: But saying that, it is, if you're not thinking of it as being a metal song, it's actually a pretty good song. But uh, yeah, check it out.
0: Yep, let's do it. Blackout, turnstile. good song i, I agree I, I like it quite a bit um kind of love the cowbell solo that's in the middle it,
1: it weirdly works and like the, yeah, the drum beat's really cool yeah he switches his drum style in the middle it's kind of it's kind of neat
0: yeah no, i i enjoy
1: it um
0: i i wrote <laughs> to quote myself not metal even a little bit is what i wrote <laughs> like that's the grammys cool. they clearly think if a guitar has distortion it is a metal song if they really? want it to be and it's not true
1: they did a, like a terrible job with the nominations this year i gotta i gotta it's, say like, yeah they outdid themselves in a, in a bad way <laughs> like
0: it's crazy because last year like the songs that were nominated they were all like great i discovered some new stuff i'd never listened to gojira before or, or gohira is that what it is gojira. it is gojira okay because yeah. isn't that like a godzilla character yeah 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 I, I love japanese
1: name for godzilla or something
0: right yes yeah yeah um and i love them they're actually like one of my favorite metal bands right now i've been listening to them a lot
1: but the and thing then, is, they're actually a metal band.
0: <laughs> they're actually a metal band, yeah, because they had, they had, what, Gojira? They had uh, Dream Theater, I guess, Deftones, which I, are a little borderline, but they're at least, like, you can kind of say, yeah, they've done metal.
1: Yeah, yeah <laughs> but, Deftones were, like, I'd say they kind of were, like, a new, a new metal band.
0: Yeah, new metal, like a little prog metal-y yeah, sort of style, yeah. Maybe
1: heavy alternative more than metal. Yeah, but.
0: yeah. Well, they have but some yeah, pretty, yeah. like, dark themes, and they get there, you know?
1: But, like, Dream Theater, Gohira, Gojira, I guess, uh, Mastodon, and Rob Zombie yeah, are all right. fairly metal, right?
0: Yeah, I forgot Mastodon was in there. Like, that's that's such a great... I kind of had hope for this year, Yeah. <laughs> and then they do this.
1: Yeah, yeah like, I, I felt they did a much better job with the nominations last year. Like, I mean, still, yeah. there's so much good metal that's, like, on smaller labels that doesn't get noticed. That's that's just the way it is, right? It's the industry. I mean, we'll get, we'll get into that in, in a couple minutes here about, like, who... You know some bands that I thought deserved to be on this list that obviously mm-hmm. weren't, um, but yeah. Let me go back just quickly back to to Turnstile. Yeah, uh, totally. It's a, it's actually a, a really good song. It's catchy. You got great energy. I mean, I love the riff, but it's definitely a punk riff, not a metal. Yeah, riff.
0: but belongs in the rock category, I'd say.
1: Um, and the actual album, the album Glow On is actually pretty good. Like I listened to the whole album, and it's it's easy to listen to because it's it's punk. So the songs are like mm-hmm. two minutes long. Uh, yeah. But. The only songs I don't like on it are the slow songs. His voice does not translate well to slow music. Yeah, so I, I, I don't like the way his voice sounds when he does like the, the more stuff. So yeah, like, there's a song called "Underwater Boy" and another song called "Alien Love Call" that I'm not big fan, big fan of. Uh, but almost everything else in the album is really good. Right, I would definitely uh, recommend it. But it's it's just not a metal album, right? It's, it's yeah, it's, it's it's like borderline pop, uh, hardcore punk. Like you know, it's yeah elements in there but uh regardless they got nominated for freaking metal grammy so we gotta we gotta deal with it now
0: got yeah, i gotta include them like no yeah nothing against turnstile like i i was aware of them before i think they're a good band um,
1: well let's let's get into who i think should win uh and i mean you can give your opinion on that as well so yeah, I, I would say who i, who I think should win 100 percent megadeth for will be back if only because it's the uh, the only true metal song on the list um, although yeah. I mean, arguably, "Degradation Rules" is is borderline metal, uh, but the Megadeth track kicks like way more ass. It's got really tight, ferocious riffs and great solos, and like overall, the just the aggression of it. It's like definitely, mm-hmm. definitely a metal song, and like a, a it's a good metal song. It's not, not yeah great. It's not their best song, but it's like of the songs on this list, I have to give it to Megadeth personally. Um, yeah. I feel they'll probably pick Ghost for "Call Me a Little Sunshine." Uh, and, and it's a good, it's a good, it's an okay song, no doubt, but it's just not really metal. But Ghost just seems to kind of be the industry's darling right now. Like the, the kind of like the poster child for, you know, hard rock and metal in like mainstream music.
0: Yeah. Like without being controversial, they're still yeah. kind of in there.
1: They're like, it's like, they're just controversial enough to be like, to, to seem edgy, but like not so much that they can't be like mainstream.
0: Yeah. They're but, like a safe bet.
1: Yeah, like they, they have like a pretty theatrical, like sinister kind of stage show, but like they're not like Glenn Benton from Deicide like throwing raw meat into the crowd or anything, right? Yeah.
0: But, and they're not like yeah, like Ram Ramstein, Ram Ramstein yeah, like doing whatever killing himself on stage, like all that.
1: Yeah, yeah. So they I they mean they, they have it toned down just enough to be like to be able to be mainstream. Yeah. Uh, so I, I just feel like Ghost is kinda like on that trajectory right now. Like, yeah. I mean they got tons of rock radio airplay. Um, and I mean, it's, it's it's definitely heavy, relatively speaking, to like the form of overplayed garbage that's on rock radio. So, <laughs> yeah. So I guess I'll give it, I'll give it that. Um, yeah. As far as songs that I feel should have been nominated uh, or could have been easily that are better than most of the songs on this list, Corn uh, put out a new album and it's got a bunch of good songs, and uh, their song "Forgotten" off the new album could have easily been on there and been better than most of those songs. Yeah. Uh, Zeal and Arter, who I talked about on the uh, on the TikTok I did, and like I think I talked about it in one of our episodes. Uh, their song "Death to the Holy" could have been on there easily and been, you know, one of the best songs on there. Yeah, uh, Arch-, Arch Enemy put out a new album. Their their single "Handshake with Hell" could have been on there. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a band called uh, Loathe. I've never really heard of them much, but they I was checking out some stuff that got released this year. And the band called Loathe they put out a song called Dimorphous Display, which is pretty cool. Uh, they could have been on there. Uh, Fit for an autopsy. The two towers could have been on there. Uh, Decapitated. Iconoclast could have been on there. Like these are all songs that are within the the dates of uh, yeah, being
0: and actually but, metal,
1: and that are uh, actually metal. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. it just it seems like such a freaking travesty that that this is what they go with. You know, and it's like yeah. n- no, not a knock on like the. the I, I honestly think Muse has better songs on that album they could have picked, um, but mm-hmm. like. You know, I'm not trying to knock on bands like Muse or, or Turnstile. like they're good bands and they have some great stuff. I just don't think they belong in that category. The
0: Grammys just don't have any standards.
1: <laughs> yeah, or, or like they just have no concept of of metal or they just don't care. yeah probably a combination of both, right? Yeah, but yeah, that's yeah. my my spiel. What do you what do you predict? Uh, yeah, so, so kind of similar to you, yours
0: uh, in a way. Um, I think I think ghost wins. Because yeah. they'll think it's deep and edgy because there's a demon and they look spooky and the Grammys think that, that that's going to satisfy that criteria. I don't think they should. And I don't hate the song, but I, I don't think it's Grammy worthy or metal. I don't even think it's the a best metal song. song. There's like three songs on that album. That I really <laughs> it's it's like it's like the Ozzy Osbourne thing again. It's like yeah. it's not even the best song for this. Um, I personally, I I think Muse should win. I, just in terms of like them actually being potentially picked, because the Grammys would pick someone who's like marketable, and like they've been heavier before. They're not metal, but I love Muse, and I love that they're they're kind of getting back to their roots with this album. So like I would I want them to win. And I think they maybe should, because like Metallica or Megadeth isn't really changing too much there. Like it's a good song, and it's the only really real metal one on there. <laughs>
1: but uh, That's so it's sort of more of a personal opinion. That's why I'd have to like obviously disagree with you about the muse thing. It's not not because I hate the song. It's just because I just don't think it's metal. Like it's like it's like oh yeah, it's like they're trying to sound heavy. It's like it's heavy for them for sure. Yeah, but it's, yeah. To me, it's definitely they're not a metal band and it's not a metal song. It's like heavy alternative.
0: Yeah. See, if this—if the Grammys are allowed to break the rules, that's where I'm justifying it, is I'm going to break the rules with my pick then. If you're going to pick a bunch of non-metal songs, then... <laughs>
1: oh, yeah, I, mean, I guess you can, you can blame the Grammys for even putting it on there in the first place, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. If it was, like, last year and there was, like, one Muse song in there, I'd say, what the fuck? No, pick anybody else. But just just because of how the list is this year. Mm-hmm. I think it's also
1: but, yeah. its also a possibility that Turnstile wins it, but I think they may not because they have so many other... Nominations, yeah, so yeah. They it's may, true. they may win. I'm sure they'll, they'll probably win at least one of their nominations. I would think, mm-hmm. uh, but most likely, I think it'll be Ghost. Personally,
0: yeah, yeah. We agree on that. It seems like the best decision, marketing-wise, in terms of like what they've set up for themselves. uh I, I can't remember if you mentioned this in in your list, but uh of the the song, I think should win of ones that aren't nominated. Uh, Lama God, Lamb of God put out Omens off of I can't remember the name of the album, yeah that they yeah. put out this
1: year. I but think the but, album, the album's Omens. I think it's the Is it just track. called Omens? Oh, okay. I think that's the uh, title track.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, it is. I uh, and I love that song, like yeah. Actually,
1: I, that's another one I should have mentioned too. Yeah, the, the new Lama God album is pretty good too, and that's a good song. Like that's, that's yeah as well.
0: Uh, it's just one of the ones that like they didn't make it in somehow. It's like they're they're a marketable metal band. They're metal. They're not. Their yeah, name is not goat whore,
1: so you can say it. <laughs> they're definitely a metal band, and they're definitely like, and they are fairly popular in the mainstream. Like, they, they've got enough mainstream popularity to, like, yeah, you know, the record companies would like that. It'd be good for sales.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, they they, they get airplay on the radio, even. Like, it's, uh, eh, I, I don't understand why they're not in there, but, uh, yeah, yeah, no, i agree with you.
1: Lot, as I should've, they should have been in there for sure.
0: Like, I even had, I went through, like, the rock nominees, too, because I had issues there. Uh, like, they just don't understand their genres. Like, in the rock performances, they don't even have rock bands in, in there for the entire thing. They have the War on Drugs, which we've talked about before, that band. It's like a yeah. folk band. They're like a folk acoustic band. And they put them in best rock performance. That's crazy. What the hell? Like not like even rock I, at all. No, no, I discovered them in, like, a coffee shop because they were playing it. Oh my God. In a
1: coffee shop. It's crazy. So the moral um, although, of the story is <clears throat> the Grammys are a freaking joke. Yeah, uh, they don't they don't understand anything. But it's still fun uh, to talk about every year, I think, just to like kinda analyze. You
0: know. Yeah, rip on them a little bit. Um yeah. From the from the rock list, uh I was listening through the songs and uh I'd never heard of them. Brandy Carlisle, she has a song called Broken Horses, and I thought that was a kind of a fantastic song. It was a, actually a genuinely good rock song and an actual rock song. So I, uh, I hope I'd, that wins that category. I'd have to listen to it. I
1: haven't, I haven't listened to it yet. It's not bad. Uh, yeah, there's uh, frick, man. I could probably go find like 30 songs that should be on that list before all five <laughs> of songs. But... Yeah, seriously. Uh, so silly. Another album that I forgot to mention that came out within the, the dates or whatever that they use for the Grammy nominations uh, yep. is Machine had actually released an album of of Kingdom and Crown. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's a really good album too. So there's like just yet yeah, another example of something that got overlooked. So, so many of these, yeah, they really went downhill from last year. Yeah, I was. Like, I hope they can kind of turn things around next year. Like I'd like to see five legitimate metal songs on the nominations list next year. So here's, yeah. a, here's a little challenge to you, Grammy people, whoever the fuck you. I don't know. Like, what do what they Some... like? The, it's but, but probably like, some, like, board of directors or something of
0: record labels. I don't know.
1: So, yeah, so anyone, whoever's in charge of the Grammy nominations for Best Metal Performance, can you please try to make an effort to actually nominate metal songs? <laughs> Get this year? your shit together, please. Yeah. Like, do do your homework. Like, don't be so freaking lazy.
0: Yeah, you can literally just Google Best Metal Albums that have come out this year, and it'll give you every single album except for the ones that you pulled from. But, I mean, it's just terrible. saying that, saying
1: that it's, it's a lot of it's a matter of, like, the record labels and, and like it's, it's, yeah, all, it's all business totally right?
0: yeah it's like the oscars like it's the ones who campaign the hardest it's that get it very very little
1: integrity right <laughs> but uh yeah that's that's it for our, our grammy episode yeah whole lot of ranting in there <laughs> it's gonna be like that every year I guarantee it <laughs> i'm okay
0: with it it's nice to just vent <laughs> yeah, definitely all right yeah that's uh i guess that's that's gonna do it then uh thanks for listening to the special grammy episode so the Grammys are going to be playing on Sunday, February 5th. It's going to be at 6 p.m. Mountain Time. So uh, I guess you just heard us talk about how much we dislike a lot of stuff. But yeah, probably still worth checking out just to be as angry as we are. Just like so yell at the TV for a couple hours. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's always good. It's like cathartic. Get that anger out. <laughs> so, yeah, Sunday, February 5th, that's when they're playing. Uh, and that is going to do it for this episode of The Heavy, the special episode. So thanks for joining us. You can see the show notes for a list of all the songs we talked about and you heard in this episode uh, and a link to our season three workout playlist that's going to have those songs on there for better or for worse. So it's building up as the season goes on. Uh, And be sure to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. If you like the show, please tell a friend. Leave us a rating on iTunes. The link to that playlist is going to be in the show notes as well so you can check it out. Our website is theheavy.podbean.com. You can email us at theheavypod at gmail.com or send us a message on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, wherever we are. It's at theheavypod on all of those. Our show is edited by Ian Sutherland with Andrew doing the research. Our brother Rob designed our logo. Our theme song is Stallions of the Highway by Savage Blade. And I'm your host, Don Sutherland, and thanks for listening. We will catch you again in two weeks. Later.